Hello and welcome to the second season of I Quit, the podcast where we talk to entrepreneurs about one of the scariest day of their lives, the day they quit their job. I'm your host, Mike Morrison. In the first season, we met with 13 unique entrepreneurs who shared their many different experiences about how they quit their day job to chase their dream jobs. And this season, I'm excited to introduce you to a whole new group of freelancers, small business owners, and entrepreneurs. Quitting your job can be nerve-wracking. Lord knows that's why I made a whole podcast about it. But how do you quit your job when your boss is also your sister? Talk about awkward family dinners. But it doesn't have to be. Today's guest is Lana Rogers, and she'll share with us how she navigated the complicated route of quitting her sister's company to start her own. Hi, Lana Rogers. Thanks for coming to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Mike. Is it? This is your first podcast you've ever been on. I never get interviewed. But you, your job is to get other people on podcasts. It's true. I set up a lot of interviews all the time and I'm never in front of the camera, in front of the mic. This is very new to me. Do you like it? My voice sounds very masculine. I'm I'm jealous of that. (laughs) You want to switch voices? Sure. Okay, good. Um, So, uh, Lana Rogers PR, so you, your public relations, so your job is to get the word out about people and brands? and Yeah, well, we're actually, our company has morphed a little bit. We started out by just doing public relations, and now we're finding we're doing more marketing. So instead of us going to a client and us going, well, this is what we think you should do to generate more awareness, we actually go to the client, to their internal stakeholders, and then we also talk to their consumers and their customers to find out what they're looking for. So we're combining like public relations with market research and then almost executing an entire marketing plan for them. And is that is that sort of a new way of approaching that industry? I think so. And I think, you know, I worked agency for so long and specifically with the businesses that I want to work with. It's really difficult for a smaller business to hire an agency that's full service because a lot of times they don't need everything. They don't need branding and digital and PR. Some of them just need a little bit of a piecemeal mm-hmm. model. Like a one-off project yeah. or an announcement yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So what we really pride ourselves on is we actually create that team for you. So you end up having something that's really different, all of these experts, but then you're not having to pay for this like massive dollar that an agency would present you with. Yeah. And you you worked for an agency. You actually worked at your mm-hmm. sister's agency before you went out on your own. I and what, what was that like working with your sister? You know what? I feel very lucky to have worked with her in such a really intimate capacity. She was the first person to really bring me into PR and marketing. So I learned so much from her. She was a really big mentor to me. I feel like I probably got a little bit more special treatment compared (laughs) to other people. But yeah, I feel... Was that like, what about like if you screwed up? Like I'd I'd have to go to my boss's office. (laughs) But was her like at Sunday supper? Like Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, we'll get into it. It is why I really ultimately chose to leave the yeah. agency. But working with her was, yeah, it was really inspiring. She was a mentor for me for many years. So, yeah. Yeah, it and was great. What did, what was it like with the, your family working with your working with your sister and then running a business and things like that? And how did you ultimately decide, you know, I, I think I'm going to go venture out on my own? Mm-hmm. Well... I think anyone who's worked for a company for eight years can say, wow, I've been here for a really long time. 
I'm not really feeling challenged anymore. I'm not growing. I'm not growing with the company. I want to be doing something outside of it. Mm -hmm. So you look at it and you go, okay, maybe I should take the leap of faith and try something else. So that combined with, you know, working with my sister for so long and realizing that our relationship had really solely become based upon work. Mm -hmm. So Christmas dinners, family vacations. It was like me and her just like hashing out work stuff. Uh huh. And that relationship was really important to you then yes. to make sure that it was about sisters and you know that. Yeah. Compile all of that together. I said to myself, I think I need to leave. Mm -hmm. And it was very difficult and difficult because I'd been there for so long and created relationships with my clients and really loving the book. It took me a really, really long time to actually finally say the words, I need to leave. How did you, in those in those weeks or months that you were thinking about it, who did you talk to? Because in a way, mm. people, would you, were you worried your sister would find out or that, yeah, what was that? How did you navigate that? Yeah, I actually have a really great group of friends who are still in the industry today. One of my really good friends helped me navigate through it because she also worked for the agency and also quit a couple years before me. Um, so she was able to give me some really sound advice on how to approach it. Mm -hmm. But it it wasn't an overnight decision. Yeah, and that sort of thing, um, the whole idea of this podcast is sort of take back that word I quit because we, we tend to think of quitting as like a step back or, you know, a failure. But mm -hmm. uh, in this case for you, it was about moving forward and building a better relationship with your family, but also better relationship uh, mm -hmm. like professional relationship with yourself and you could grow your own way. How did that day work? So like when a regular person quits their job, <laughs> they're like, hey, can I grab coffee? Like, can I talk to you for a second? And they go in and they're terrified. Was it the same thing with your sister? Yeah. Okay. I don't want to get into details. <laughs> okay. That's fine. You don't have to. But yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew the day that I wanted to do it. Yeah. And I had prepped for exactly what I was going to say. Uh, I prepped where I wanted to do it. You know, I put myself through the whole scenario on what the reaction could be. But at the end of it, I came back to it and I said, am I am I really doing this for myself? And is this something that I really need to do in order for myself to grow? And I said, yes. Mm -hmm. So it's those hard conversations that you have to have that you don't love having. But when I look back at it, leaving was ultimately the best thing that I could ever do for my career and for my relationship with my sister. Well, what more, what more could you ask for than that? Yeah. Right. Like, so your, your, mm -hmm. your relationship with your sister got better and your professional career mm -hmm. blossomed. Right. So what did that look like afterwards in the, in the hours, days, weeks after leaving mm -hmm. one company, did you leave to start Lana Rogers PR? I actually didn't. No. I didn't really know no. what I was going to do with <laughs> yeah. myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's life. Yeah. I was like, step one, you just had the conversation. Now you can relax. Yeah. I actually went, I took myself to a trip. I went to Cabo. Oh, I was great. like, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> you, you'll figure it out when you get back. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I actually didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew that I wanted to still work in the industry because I love it so much. But then I was also working in hospitality at the same time. So I kind of had something to fall back on if I didn't know where I was going to go or what I was going to do. Mm -hmm. And do you think that's uh, that's something I think is important when I quit my job? I, I told myself I would go back to waiting tables if it didn't work out because mm -hmm. I actually really liked waiting tables. and yep. I was pretty good at it. Does, so you had you had that was that sort of if this doesn't work out, 
I'm just going to keep doing hospitality stuff. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It was something to fall back on. Although same with you. I love doing the table thing, but it just wasn't where my passion was. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to help those hospitality clients on a completely different level. So I would say the six months after I quit was not pretty. Mm -hmm. It was pretty dark. Yeah. Like mental health wise, you mean? Or like what? What do you mean dark? Both. Okay. So trying to navigate where I was going to go, trying to rebuild that relationship with my sister, but still trying to figure out like, okay, well, what can I do professionally that's not going to, you know, step on toes? Like I had a very intense non-compete okay. and I wanted to honor it because I respected the fact why she made the non-compete. I was there for years. I did not want to go and steal any clients. And that's what, um, just for people who aren't in the industry, a non-compete mm -hmm. is basically a set of rules that you have to follow yeah. for a certain amount of time yeah. after you leave one agency to prevent you from like stealing clients. Exactly. Like yeah. Exactly. And I have the same system set in place with my staff as mm -hmm. well. And so I was, you know, I wanted to make sure that I followed that and that I respected that. And also for myself, if I was going to go out and do something on my own, I need to do it on my own. And I can't rely on those past clients or anything in the past to really start my own business. Mm -hmm. So luckily, I did have someone come to me and said, hey, I heard you're gone. I really, really want to work with you. And it was someone that we had never worked with before. And I was a little bit apprehensive because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm kind of freaked out. Like, I don't want to step on anyone's toes. Yeah. Like, I don't want to bring in the same processes. So I pretty much just winged it. And I mean, they're a very successful client. I worked with them for their launch. It's 10 Foot Henry, okay. the restaurant. Um, they very were my, popular restaurant here in Calgary. They were my very first client and they really trusted me. Mm -hmm. And I think too, I was feeling so vulnerable after I had left and they were feeling really vulnerable. So both of us together were like trying to navigate, okay, how can we do something great together knowing that we both feel this way? And that is really ultimately why I started my own business. I have this visual visualization of you guys like holding hands on a roller coaster. <laughs> we're like, we're going to do this. We're going yeah, yeah, to get through this together. But yeah, I, I looked at the relationship that I created with them. I'm like, I really want to do this for other businesses, whether it be small businesses, community minded businesses. When they need help, you're, they're so vulnerable mm -hmm. and they've been taken advantage before and a lot of people don't even understand what PR and marketing does. They just go, oh, I need to get butts and seats. I need to hire a publicist. Yeah. So they're putting a lot on me to help them. And they're really trusting me with everything about their business. And that's what I strive to do is really give them the best of myself and my team and ensuring that, you know, they are feeling really good about the decision that they made to work with us. And so you're navigating. How long have you been on your own now? It's Lana Rogers PR. <laughs> I need to change the name. No, it's, <laughs> it's great. Keep assisting. it. I mean, my company's called Mike's <laughs> Bloggity Blog, so don't take business advice. From, <laughs> don't take blog business naming advice from me. I we're going into year four because mm -hmm. I started just at the end of or no beginning of 2017. And you're saying we because you have employees now. I have employees. That's amazing too, right? I have two, and I love them so much. Oh great! Hopefully they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. I love them. I love them. And then, I mean, do you? 
when you look back and when you were thinking about leaving your sister's company to now you have your own successful company that's not stepping on your sister's company's toes at all. Like to me, they're both mm-hmm. very different agencies. Yep. And I don't think a p- client would choose between one or the other, which is a fascinating thing that you two have navigated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she brings a very different approach. And, you know, sometimes I find us we do have a little bit of work talk now. And it's nice because we're able to now really support each other or go, you know, Sheena doesn't really offer a lot of PR anymore. So I'm like, well, maybe you should try this. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you need help, we'd be happy to help you. Yeah. So it's a really nice. kind. Have of you partnered compliment. on anything since then? Have you? No, no, no we haven't. That'd be neat. That'd be sort of full yeah. circle. To- <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and so. So you left feeling very vulnerable and now you're a boss. Mm-hmm. Now you're managing stuff. How's that going? Still feel vulnerable. Yeah, I know exactly. It never right ends. That's true. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, now you're the boss. I am the boss. What's that but like? But I don't, I'm like, oh, I struggle with being the boss because I want my team to feel like we are all equal. Mm-hmm. And that was also a mandate that I made for myself when I started my company. Well, first of all, it was like, I'm never hiring staff. I'm just going to do this on my own. And then you yeah. get more clients. And then luckily, Chantel, the angel, kind of fell into my lap. She's been with me for almost three years. And I always wanted to make sure that she was my equal. You know, mm-hmm. I never say, I'm your boss. I say, you know, we're colleagues. We work together. I say coworker. I have an employee now. I said coworker. Yeah. 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 And I think it's really empowering for them. And, you know, I want to make them feel like, you know, they can do boss things. Yeah. You know, I shouldn't be the one that's just making all these decisions. I want them to feel empowered too. A lot of siblings work together. A lot of mm-hmm. families work together. Father, sons, things like that. Now, three years out, do you, what advice would you give people who are, mm-hmm. who are sort of, because that's a lot of pressure to leave somewhere with mm-hmm. your family because you don't want to be like, I hate you. I, you know, yeah. you want, you, you actually left for yeah. very good reasons to build a better relationship. What would you tell someone who's thinking about leaving sort of a family dynamic business? Mm. I mean, it's very ironic because my sister and me work in communications, oh. but communication oh, yeah, is right. really... Hire really yourself <laughs> too. <no. laughs> well, that's the thing though. Like, do I think we could have both done a better job at communicating? And I think if we would have started to really be open and communicate what this looks like a little bit earlier on, mm-hmm. it would have been a lot easier after those kind of six months after I quit. I think it just needed to be more of an open dialogue. Yeah. And I think you need to, you know, and Sheena and I have always had a level of respect for each other, but I think hammering in on that respect, I never wanted to make her feel like I was ever trying to take anything or take anyone from her. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was my number one thing that I wanted to make sure I showcased to her was was the respect that I had for her. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. and I, like I said earlier, it's it's great because both your companies are flourishing and doing so well, and mm-hmm. you're innovative and things like that. And so this big scary moment that you had that you thought about that you talked to your friends about, you have to you have to execute that moment to mm-hmm. move forward to move forward in your life. And that's sort of honestly what this podcast is about: is not being stuck in that like I can't quit because X Y Z. Mm-hmm. It's about I can quit because. It, my life is going to get better and the relationships in my lives are going to get better and things exactly. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything. I like, I love what I do. I love all my clients that I work with and I really want to work with clients that my team wants to work with. 
and yeah, I, I really, I wouldn't change anything. Excellent. And I work with you quite a bit and you are fantastic and Thanks, I'm, I know you're super busy. So thank you for taking a little bit of time to come on our podcast. Awesome. Thank Thanks you so much. Me. Thanks. Well, that's a wrap on the second season's first episode of I Quit. Thank you so much to my guest, Lana Rogers. You can find out more about Lana on her website, lanarogerspr.com. If you have any questions for me or comments or whatever, my handle on Twitter is at Mike's Bloggity, or you can visit our website, iquitpodcast.ca. Until next time.